Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 136 of Beer and Other Shit Podcast. This afternoon, we are in glorious Ottawa, Ontario, once again, at Beyond the Pale with co-founders Shane and Rob. Gentlemen, thank you for hanging out. Oh, yeah. Great. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Everything good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so far, so far, so good. That's what yeah. I want to hear. Place is awesome. First time here. It's freaking huge. Thank you. Still surprised how large it is. I'm very happy, very happy for you guys. Thank you. It's lovely. Thank you. The beer is great. We're going to drink a bunch of that. We're yeah. talk a bunch of shit. Yeah. Right? You ready? <laughs> I am. You ready? What do we got here? This is this bad boy? This is clean cut. Kolsch? Kolsch. Nice. Yeah. How, is that a relatively new one? Is it, uh, how long has that been around? Uh, when did we release Kolsch? When did we release clean cut? Last year. Last year? Last year. Yeah. Nice. Just a couple of small batches. This year we're ramping up production. Yeah? Yeah. Did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, solid yeah. beer, nice multi. We, we sold what we had and we like it a lot, so we'll drink the rest if it doesn't sell. So. <laughs> That's uh, not a bad problem to have. Though. Yeah, it's not bad. We wanted something, a lot of the beers that we did from the time we started were higher ABV, big hops. Uh, and we wanted something that was more approachable. Right. And so that's that was sort of the, the idea behind it. We didn't want to come out with something um, plain, I think, yeah. more or yeah. less. And we wanted to sort of have, it, have some character to it and... Uh, and that, that was where this came from. So. I think when I saw it first on Instagram, I, I, my immediate thought was, oh, that's different for you guys. Like, not off-brand, but like, oh, cool. It was, into the crispies. You know, it was borderline off-brand, but yeah. it definitely it played into what we wanted to drink at the time. Yeah. And it, it kind of played into that whole, we had told you the story earlier about the tour, uh, sending Jean Benoit, our brewer, uh, off to Glone, learning to brew you know, proper Kolsch from the guys who brew it. Right, right. Drinking a fair bit in uh, in Czech Republic, too, and getting a sense of their hops. And so when he came back, this was kind of the first recipe that came out of that experience for him. Right. And is he planning to... Are you guys trying to expand that, that sort of style? We've now made a few that? different German ones that kind of were... They came out of that mentality and his style of brewing from that time. Um, but we're actually all going back this September again. Nice. Uh, to do a little more research. Research. I don't know about the research. <laughs> a little more drinking. Yeah. And uh, and I think there'll be a few other things that'll kind of come out of the woodwork from that too. So. Okay. Yeah. I would call it more of a cultural experience. There you go. <laughs> if we're going to be that. making and like selling that. German beers, I want to have like that German kind of cultural experience it's, that's it's true. You know, we can stand behind. But until we can drink at 9 a.m. in Ottawa. You can't do German stuff. I mean, Ooh, that's true. Yeah. You, do pretty, you do a yeah. pretty good job We're of drinking, drinking at 9 a.m. Well, I do, <laughs> but I mean everybody else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Clean Cut's a perfect 9 a.m. beer. It is. It's, it, it really it's is. It's good at 7. Yeah. <laughs> 6.30. Yeah. Anytime. See, he wins. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't get up at 6.30. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't really see me before noon, man. Um, <laughs> right? Um, what was I going to say about that? Uh, let's get into the beer stories actually right now. So how did right. you blokes get into beer and then how did that lead to this wonderful place? 
I'll let you start. You talk better. Uh, Shane and I are friends from high school. Okay. Uh, so we grew up together and um, had a lot of fun in our, yeah. in our in our high school days. I went away and came back. I was away from Ottawa for 12 years. Came back. Shane and I reconnected. Uh, I'd been in the U.S. and had been exposed to what was happening there with craft beer and was drinking all kinds of different <coughs> different things and came back to Ottawa and the market was very different. The yeah. availability of different types of beer styles that you could get was pretty limited at the time. And at that around that time, Shane and I reconnected and he was brewing at home. Right. And I remember the first time I drank his IPA, I was like, holy shit, it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> And and so that was kind of uh, and then we drank a lot of it. <laughs> that, that was that was kind yeah. of the beginning. I mean, the one I, I remember very little from university. The one thing, I, the one that piece that I took from one economics course was uh, talking about U.S. and Canada economics and about trailing trends and whatever else. I mean, to be honest, right. the details are foggy. <laughs> Trailing trends. That actually really that just explains the Canadian sort of slow to uptake on the U.S. trends. Exactly. Right? That's what it's called. Yeah, exactly. It's well, term. I mean, no, no, that's not an official term. That's a oh, term like that it. I've coined after years. But that's Ooh, the idea like that. is that <laughs> is that the Canadian market's going to trail the U.S. And so, right. seeing where the U.S. market was, it was um, it seemed like this was probably where the Canadian market was going to go. And so we started talking about doing a brewery. Yeah. And when for, was when was that? Mm-hmm. 2011? No, 2012. 2012. Yeah, it was late 2011. Late 2011. Okay. And then about a year later is when we opened. We used to to do, we got to read, we got to bring this back. Pokercation. Do you play poker? I have played, but I'm not good. <laughs> neither are I mean, we. Neither are we. Neither are we. Yeah. Right, you just have to play. I mean, you just need to have a group of friends yeah. that are equally average. And, yeah. <laughs> you don't want one good guy. You just yeah. don't need that. It's right. He fair. takes everybody's money. It's yeah. no fun. <laughs> so we, do, we we coined the term pokercation, where we'd get uh, a group of people together and we'd go away and have a, have a couple of days. <laughs> I You're good, and have, <laughs> and have a couple of days uh, where we're at a cottage, at a cottage, or, yeah, yeah, a getaway, yeah. and we just go and pretty much play poker and drink beer and eat meat, and uh, so that was when we really started hashing things out. Was uh, yeah, I think we brought Rye Guy or test batches of Rye Guy and Pink Fuzz to my cottage for pokercation that year, yep. wasn't it? Something like that. Yep. I forget what the beers were. They were test batches of, right. of things we were trying that to ended do. up being products. That that some variation of that ended up being something we released. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> so then, did you just to step back then from your side? Did you get while Rob was sort of discovering beer in the U.S.? How did you get into like the brewing side? Um, so I had spent a. I used to be a musician and toured a little bit of the U.S. for a while. And during that time, got to drink a lot of kind of the forerunners of the craft beer movement. So we were having Sierra Nevada Pale, Dale's Pale Ale, all those kind of things. And and yeah, and they were not available everywhere. Even Magic Hat actually was at a lot of the festivals and that kind of thing. And uh, and so we drink those and none of that stuff was available here. Right. And so I kind of learned to love that style of beer. Couldn't find it here. Mm would have my father when he was in the US bring some back. Nice. And uh, But other than that, couldn't get it. And so I had a lot of friends uh, drinking at my house. And so we have eventually Everybody got a Everybody likes free beer. Yeah. yeah. Like when you're, all your friends like yeah. free beer, especially so when you're younger. We had a big kegerator and we were buying kegs <laughs> to supply beer to all the people who were hanging out at our house. Right. Just generous. Th- yeah. And my wife eventually said, no, we can't do this. So I started brewing to make it cheaper 
to make the beers that I wanted and have them in kegs and and it kind of sprung from there and That's I cool. started to find out more about great beer how to brew good beer and yeah making tweaking it. it yeah so then you hashed out the plans at the pokocations <laughs> we started uh, the plans I mean yeah. there wasn't a lot of hashing no yeah. so, just, uh, not that we, ha- we hashed out the plans <laughs> at uh, the, the Wellington Gastro Pub on the couch yep, <laughs> yep. and in my basement yep yeah and then that led to, like, if you only did that at the end of 2011 and then you opened a year later, I mean, that's insane. That's yeah, we moved quick pretty movement. quick on finding a space. We found a few spots that we thought we'd taken, they didn't work out, and then found where we ended up starting at 5 Hamilton Ave. Um, and when we went there, we only had 980 square feet total. Yeah, it was tiny. So that was cold room, bathroom, retail, and brewing space. That's crazy. Very small. 980 square feet. And well, we made we, it work. We started it. We, we really said, let's do something on the side. Yeah, Obviously, part-time I mean, gig. Part-time gig. Let's do it. We want to do this. Yeah. It'll be fun. And it, it got busy. It got <laughs> Yeah. It got so, busy. so we ended up going from 980 to 2,000 square feet in that space within about six months. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Pretty fast. And then we realized that there was no other room to expand there. The building wasn't quite conducive to a bigger production. So we moved here. It was a little over a year after we opened. Not moved here, but yeah, we got we got space construction. Here. We got yeah. space here, and the way the the rules are in Ontario, you're supposed to brew fifty percent of the beer uh, on site that you're going to sell at your retail store, and it just became a pain in the ass, like trying to manage two right. spots, trying to. I couldn't brew enough there to make that fifty percent a reality. Right. So most of the beer was coming, coming from, from here. here. So then you just moved and then the system yeah. wasn't as good. It's a yeah. pain in the ass shuttling ingredients and yeah. back and yeah. forth. So we ended up moving over here completely, and that was what almost two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Two years ago in May. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then it's kind of like this place clearly is a lot larger than uh, 900 square feet. Yeah. When we first got to here, we had 8,000 square feet, okay. and we've slowly been increasing our footprint as. Like you did buying out each side. Or yeah, whatever. it was all run by it was Brown's Cleaners, a dry cleaner. Oh, yeah, and so we've slowly been taking over their space. Right, right. And now they're out completely, and then we're yeah, just okay, taking over more. What's the what's the total space? Would you say twenty, twenty thousand? Yes, that we're using right now. Yeah. Right. Oh, you still got even more. Well, we there's more potential space. There's more potential space. Oh, whatever happens like, yeah. Yeah, when when there's the either comes. subletters or. Things we can take over as we go, and is that something that you? We want to do it. The landlord's been very cool. I mean, there's there's actually space right behind a wall over there, which I after, but um, another two or three three thousand square feet. Um, But for us, I mean, for us, we joke all the time. We make beer, not money. (laughs) And so so we're kind of trying to figure out how to how to make the two ends meet to continue to grow successfully, profitably. Right. I mean, as, as literally the opposite problem here that you've got now you've got plenty of room to grow yep. so as things are moving you're able to oh for sure it's just say. managing that growth figuring out where the money comes from to buy tanks right <laughs> like I've noticed the growth though like following you guys for the last I don't know three or four years I would say I had some friends here who would like uh, trade with me and they'd always send me like aromatherapy is one of the first ones I had from you guys the super right guy that type of stuff um, and then seeing I remember just going into one of the really good LCBOs in Toronto, like maybe Queen's Key, and then all of yeah, a sudden yeah. I think Pink Fuzz, one of those ones was in, I was like, oh shit. Oh, they had your, um, was it Tropical Saison or whatever? Yes, yeah, so yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I, I was, to me, straight away, I was like, all right, you guys are really like, 
Yeah, that, we, that was, an that was, that was that about actor. when we did the big up in production was when Saison Trap came out. Well, was that just last summer when yeah. when Saison Trap hit hit those, or was it the summer before? It might have been the summer before. Oh no, Yummy was this summer. Saison Trap was last summer. Yeah, maybe twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so that's that's when we got the new tank song, didn't we? Dude, it's a details blur. It's a blur. Details are Was that last year? This year? I don't know. So we got to have a fact anymore. checker in the background. Like John, <laughs> was John? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 2017. So it was as we expanded and got more space and added more tanks, we kind of were able to take on a few more brands. And right. Yeah. And that was... Because Pink Fuzz is our summer beer that we're producing consistently, and that used to take up a lot of our tank space. Right. So, like, as far as the way to grow what is what's the current sort of growth plans as far as like like you said selling the beer making the beer and then selling it like so essentially it's the pushing through the other cities in ontario now i guess now that you've kind of or at least toronto is probably a key market right i mean we're still not done with ottawa yeah i would say that we have we have very little business infrastructure as a company in terms of how are we going to get shit done um one of the current focuses for us is our tap room that we're that we're building out. We partnered with Smoke Shack. Um, the idea being, we want to bring people here. We don't know what everything else is going to look like. We're pushing out the beer that we can, and but we want people to come here to be able to interact with the brand. And you know, our location is central, which is part of yeah, the, the focus is on that yeah. because basically all the beer we can make is spoken for at this point. Right. Uh, we're selling it. Like That's it's exciting. going. We want to get more tanks. Yeah, I mean, we, I, yes. Yeah, the idea is that we'd like to push out and be in more places, but right. we're not in a position. We don't have the business infrastructure or the capacity to do it. Yeah, yeah. right. But that's what you said. The next working few on, phases, I guess. Currently, we're doing construction. Rob and I were building bathrooms a few days ago. All the <laughs> ones on the side of that. Yes, yeah. and we've been uh, d- just kind of heavily just involved in it right now with the construction. So, right. yeah. Okay, so it's like you guys are very hands-on with, with every element yeah. of the, the business. Yeah. Again, I mean, part of it is because we're underfunded. <laughs> right. Right? Uh, is, is that if we had oodles of money, we would fucking pay somebody to do it. <laughs> you know what I didn't want to do on Monday morning yeah. was get up and fucking frame bathrooms. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it is what it is, and we're able to do it, so. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the... the not that you are bootstrapping. We are a bootstrap startup. Absolutely, we're bootstrap I would call us that okay. still We certainly were a bootstrap startup. I mean, I guess that's part of the game. And I think not we still are. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not where you want to be, but I guess it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, like once you're able to step away from all that stuff, like, I don't know, it's kind of cool that if, I was like, I always say that like the, the people when I was an employee, then like anybody I worked under, if they hadn't done the job that I was doing and they didn't know what's up, they were terrible managers. So if you guys have done everything from building the shit up, to cleaning the shitter and like brewing the beer and everything like yeah, who cares? Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I would first of all say that doesn't make us good managers. Yeah, like, no, it does not. I wouldn't go that far. Nope. <laughs> I mean, but at least it gives know. us a step up that maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe kind of. It gives yeah. us a sense of what everybody's doing, and you certainly right. understand the process more. But no. <laughs> It doesn't increase your management ability, for sure. I, was re- I, was it, I know, you were reaching there. Like, you know, you can tell when somebody dive. talks shit to yeah. you. You can tell when someone talks shit, oh, this happened because of this, right? Or this, something went wrong because this yeah. guy didn't sign the... No, you fuck, shut the fuck up. You did it wrong, right? Like, <laughs> it's okay, like, get over it. I get yeah. that, you're right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You do get to that point. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess the point of it, like, you know, I don't want to be doing the intricate parts of our business either, but if I'm not able to do that when we hire people to do it, like if I don't know how to 
like manage them to do that because I've done the job that I'm going to be a pretty shitty person yes. doing it. Yes. But maybe it doesn't that type of stuff doesn't apply as much to because well, it's so many wide ranging. It's really like for us say, at no, first. No, no, no. At first, I mean, yeah. even working with bookkeepers, you're like, I don't That's know. The the, I don't know what I don't know what I'm supposed to look at. And I hate that. Part. I wish that I'd spend more time doing it myself at the beginning because I'd have a deeper understanding of some of that. Now, I mean, years later, you get that. What do you need? What do you expect from people? For sure. That's been the biggest learning curve on our part too. We had a yeah. terrible. Uh, Call from the accountant last year, a ridiculous tax bill. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, damn, it? we did it wrong. We, we have like, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time, right? We're still dealing with it. Yeah. But it was like, oh, okay, and now we won't make that mistake again. Yeah. And I'm like, I, at the same time, like, I guess, why, how are we supposed to know this? Is this shit that oh, should dude. teach us in school? Like, no, this whole game's been a learning curve for us. Yeah, like, as yeah. much as we, we know what we want to brew for beer and we know how to make what we're doing, the business side of it, we've been learning the whole time. Like, Certainly, it's expanding from a three-barrel system to a twenty-barrel system, and then you know, two thousand barrels of capacity or whatever it is, and like, or two hundred and whatever barrels of capacity. But it's just that expansion. You learn the whole time. Yeah, baptism by fire. Yeah, man. It's kind of the only way to go, right? Like well, the optimal yes. way. To, well, <laughs> if you have yes more money, no. there's yeah. there's people who can tell you things. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's people who know more than us. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's something. There's something to be said, maybe about like doing it yourself for for a little bit, at least. Anyway, it, it at least it, in your first company. Yeah, it makes it. <laughs> that, yeah. That's your point. You've that's done it. it. Yeah, you've yeah. done it. Then that's it. It makes it Never way more it. fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. You kind of maybe a bit more uh, attachment to it or something. Like a bit feel more prouder of the success because you every intricate detail you had something. The to do scars cut just a little. Bit. The scars. <laughs> scars from those frames. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am well cut. <laughs> Mine are more emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that's amazing. No, it's very cool. It's cool to see that it's like coming together. So the optimal situation in this building is got what's it gonna look like? So it's gonna have a larger tap room with the I saw the So the yeah, tap room's expanding now, kitchen is finished. We're gonna kinda tie all that together and get it all up and running and properly. So it's gonna move out like the tap the bar. Yeah, the tap room expands. Spot. It's gonna be a hundred feet long. Nice. I bet that's the only 100 foot long tap room in town. <laughs> it's a long tap room. Long tap room. Um, and then we'll have a mezzanine up top eventually whenever we find the money and time to finish that. But for now, we're focused on kind of getting this fitted out and then we'll start working on expansion of new canning line, new tanks, building up production, getting this place running more efficiently, all those pieces right now. Right. So first thing is get the tap room done and then move on to that. And we're trying to bring on people now that now that we're here. We're like, okay, yeah. we need to bring on key people we who actually staff. know what they're doing. <laughs> right. Like we had somebody, we have a new guy that actually just started today to run our tap room, and we're saying, you know, like, he came to make, me and he said, work. so how do you do? How do you do your cash outs? I was like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Talk somebody to Mary. She that. used to do it. <laughs> and I'd be like, I kind of know, but like, but like, what, what we basically say is, this is here's the information of what we're doing. <laughs> Take it do and that, do it right. Do it better. Make it better. Do it better. Yeah. And and so we're trying to do that with different pieces of the business. Um, yeah. I guess it's kind of harder in this world because there's so many different things that like are really specialized jobs, essentially, from running a tap room to running a kitchen to actually brewing to selling and distributing and marketing and all of that type of stuff. Like one or two people can't possibly be expected to... No. Oh, certainly. Oh, certainly. Well, I mean, you can do it when you're at a certain level. I was about to say it. Yeah. You can do it at a certain level. You can do it at a certain level and understand what you need to do. But as you grow and the demands for each of those categories start growing, you start adding on people. And so we're trying to figure out how to do that in an efficient way. Basically, every single person we had in the first four years did 
everything. Right. And the, they knew the all place. parts of the business. Yeah. They knew what to do for all the pieces, and they did them. And now there's definitely more separation of duties, right. managers, that kind of thing. Sure. Right. But a little bit of like people still kind of doing a bit of oh, everything. Oh, everybody still like, does. Like if everything. they need help. Again, yeah. we label. What they can. Build. What they can. John yeah. labels. John builds. <laughs> yep. Okay. John doesn't build much. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm as overrated. <laughs> right? Awesome. Come yeah, on. Awesome. Not as good as a driver, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> or a ram set. Or a ram set. Fuck. Ram set's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> This is Ramset Rob. Oh, Do you yeah. know what a Ramset is? I actually was going to pretend like I did, but I have It's no the idea. only legal gun, I believe, that you can fire indoors in Canada. Is it like the nail gun? It's, yeah, well, it's not uh, a nail gun. You put a charge inside of it and a nail at the end, you hit it with a hammer, and it fires the like a 22 gauge shotgun shell, like a blank, and it fires the nail into concrete. It's awesome. Makes lots of noise and it's super aggressive. We'll play with one after. Right. We can play with one right now. <laughs> Fuck, we can do we can one do into it. the table if you right want. Right into the table. John, get us a ram set. John, he's on it. He's on it. How <laughs> tools. Yeah. This is a real blood podcast exactly. right Exactly. You're going to put it. holes in shit. <laughs> Probably a good name for it. Put holes in shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put this in my other glass. I was about to say. What's this? Uh, I know, I put too much. What's this uh, bad boy right here? It's a new one, right? I would, uh, I would venture to say you didn't drink enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like the, way, I like the way you spun that master of spin. I poured too much. <laughs> I like it. I mean, marketing is my like job. It. The day's a puppy, though. You don't need to get too far ahead of yourself. The, day's, the day is a puppy? Yeah. I like that. So this is, uh, what's this one called again? Hop, Hop on, on your face. face. Hop on your face, yeah. Thanks. Sir. It's, our, it's our Easter release. Okay. And what's the, uh, what's the deal? It's the West Coast, right? Yeah. Let's play. Definitely um, more West Coast style. Uh, nice bitterness to it. Uh, we use uh, a little bit of uh, Karaminic too to kind of give it a little kind of sweetness to the, yeah, the malt, sweet. but we still dry it out enough and, and get a big bitterness on it. And then it's just tons of American style hops. Just Hell yeah. Your Simcoe, Amarillo, Citra, Centennial, I think. Nice bitter, the piney in there. Exactly. Would you, and you consider it kind of a West Coast, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I always say, like, I, I generally would be drinking stuff more like we were drinking before the Sabro, where it's like sort of yeah. juicy, tropical, haze type of stuff. That's kind of my jam. But I'm finding that, like, whenever I have, like, a, a bit of piney IPA. It brings like, you oh, back yeah, to the red days. Exactly. I'm like, oh, shit. That's like, where I started. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. And Remember back in the day when you wanted, like, the highest IBUs when that. Yeah. And this kind of I'm not looking for that. No, <laughs> this, no. This is pretty high. This, this is, good, is pretty high. Like but this sprung from that mentality is push the limits, use a lot of hops, have fun with it, but keep that balance, right? right. So there's enough bitterness, enough sweetness, and enough kind of front-end hops to it. Yep. And it is one of the biggest hop bills I think we have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it might be the biggest hop bill we have on or this Or Imperial beer. Super Guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, right. You're right. What's the ABV on this one? Seven uh, and a half. Okay. Nice. Drink smooth this up. Yeah, and that's the idea. It's big balance. <laughs> it's going to be a few of these, mate. There All we right. go. <laughs> Make sure I don't cut anybody off. I'll get in here. Legend. There we go. I like so, the... Uh, go on. Go on. No, the whole idea was is uh, we released it at Easter. I think it was like year one. Oh, so you've done this one before? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. It year was one, released year one or year two. Yeah, it might have been yeah, year one. It, was, it might have been year one. So we, it was released at Easter a couple of years, and then we made it a few other times for fun, and then Easter again. And, okay. Yeah. 
and it's um, I guess it's this it's this weekend, isn't it? Yes. This coming weekend. That's why it's here right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I just, just don't like you know, when you don't. It doesn't make a difference to my life. I have no idea what public holidays are or anything. No anymore. Easter basket waiting for you on Sunday morning. It, it only makes a difference insofar as there's no nope. people. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, there's not staffing on Monday, so I have to do everything on Monday? <laughs> Shit. Do you guys stay open through the what? No, Friday's the holiday. Oh, Friday's the day off? Shit. I think so. And I have stuff oh, to good do Friday. Friday. God damn it. I thought I had that Monday. Tomorrow? No, today's Wednesday. All right. Anyway, this, all that said. Right, so this this comes out, this has been ready Easter for that. Easter beer. And as well, the, is this the same concept every time, the color, the label? No, this is our first time canning it, actually. Oh, right. We've never canned it before. And so we had made a beer called Coloring Book. Okay that was a color your label kind of thing. Right. And uh, we did that and it was tough Also of fun. an IPA. Also an IPA. We make a shitload of IPA. Yeah, yeah. we do that. Right. Um, and so this one, when we planned on making a label for it, I figured Easter is a fun time to do a color your own label. So That's a sick idea. Why not? How's that? Do people actually like respond to that? Yes. I guess like a lot of people are just drunk, like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Grab a Sharpie and... Yeah. We get lots of photos sent to yeah. us. Yeah, we get lots photos sent to us. Look, I mean, yeah. I would say that as social media experts, can I call you that? Hi, you're like, please, you're like social media ninjas. I mean, let's let's look and see, right? Let's see how many people post. Let's see what. Because <laughs> I mean, if it's that's how that's one measure, right, of what we're doing. There's going to be things direct here, engagement. Yeah. But what can what can we see online? Because that's the idea, right? If we can get engagement from our customers taking beer and doing it, and they care yeah. enough that they want to call it a label, that shows us that it works. Yeah. If nobody's doing it, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Right. But it's Move a homeless, on. like you might as well try it, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and it's fun for us. Coloring book was fun. People enjoyed it. Yeah, color. it was a blast. And we actually have sheets of uh, Starbucks have paper sheets of the label up front. Oh, you people would just take that? Yeah, we can color them. Huh. That's super sick. Talk about Starbucks do the same thing? Right. I mean, I guess it's a different thing because it's a multinational, multi-billion dollar conglomerate, but it's a cool We're multinational. We just ship you to Europe. Oh, there you go. Multinational. First time. First time. There you go. Multinational conglomerate over here. Yeah, thank you. You are yeah, well, not conglomerate. We haven't conglomerated <laughs> yeah. anything. But yes, multinational. Take it, take it. Take it. Multinational. Thank you. Oh, Zuru. Scratch me, scratch me. I think you. he like ninja better. <laughs> I like, can you be a guru and a ninja? No. Oh, you can't do what I have to do. I feel like ninjas are probably gurus of their space. Oh, damn. <laughs> of their space. <laughs> Of the ninja Damn. space. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, um, is it levels of ninja? Maybe there is. No one really talks yeah, about that. Yeah, for sure there is. It has to be levels of ninja. You, you, yeah. There's well, I mean, you let a couple of ninjas <laughs> loose in this brewery, I'll bet you what. Fuck, one of them will live. Yeah. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> At least one of them. Unless um, they farm an alliance. Anyway. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. That's a whole other time. Ninja about, alliances. No, very cool. Um, I like that. We were talking before about, like, you know, sort of the engagement. I think it's a super seeking. You've got the special hashtag for it. So it's easy to find stuff and it's like it's just cool that um whenever we see breweries taking this type of stuff seriously i mean it's fun but that's still taking it seriously isn't like you're actually putting effort into creating something that you know people can yeah, engage people can with engage. proactively yeah um you know i think it's sick I and mean, it's like it just shows that you guys are paying attention to the right things particularly which is harder for you guys as a you know, somewhat rapidly growing organization conglomerate some might say <laughs> some, you know, some, some some might, might say some I mean, might. Might, maybe not, I might say <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. you know like it's, it's cool that like you actually I don't know if the gurus time. would say that <laughs> I, I know a few and I reckon they would say that you know? <laughs> thank you just that yeah hey you're welcome I'll pass it on no it's very cool I love it I'm um, speaking of the branding so you guys have a, a pretty dope branding across the board 
um, was it like something that you started like with that in mind from the start or did you sort of like was it kind of scrappy to begin with and then you like pulled it together like how how did it kind of evolve we haven't pulled it together it's, <laughs> we, the whole brand is it's been very um, like beer dependent okay so we've always kind of stuck with the beyond the pale mentality defense mentality but kind of for every can and every label we've used different artists we've used kind of different concepts that either Rob's come up with, somebody else has come up with, I've come up with, whatever it is, and kind of worked off that idea and bounced it off the artist until we got it right. Right. So it's been like almost as creative as the beer side to a point. There's been a yeah, lot of work. Been it's been evolving and, and kind of figuring out what is it that we want to yeah. do. And sure. some we of them were, change. We worked with a bunch of local artists. Yeah. Turns out artists like beer. So you open a brewery in a neighborhood with lots of artists and like, you all of a sudden have artist friends. Yeah. And so that was kind of how some of these connections were made initially that we would have, I mean, the Hop On Your Face label is our friend Dan Martlock who did that one. And nice. that was basically. He also did Imperial Supergram. And Turbo Cobra Ninja. And my oh. favorite label. <laughs> Ninjas, well, tying back in. Right, yeah. we're there again. So then speaking of the na this neighborhood is called Hintenberg, is that right? Not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. We were in Hinterburg. We were. That's yeah. the other place. What's this neighborhood? We're kind of in no man's land. Doesn't have a name? We're okay. a little bit between like Hindenburg, Mechanicsville, Center Town, and Little Italy. And we're kind of in this little drop. We're super central. Okay. For us, when we moved, we were kind of like, we, we opened as a neighborhood brewery and wanted to kind of have that like local feel. People in the neighborhood could come in and drink beer and hang out. And uh, so when we were looking to move and we needed to grow, there's just not that many spots in the city where you can do this. Right. And city center was city center's been here forever. Um, <laughs> city, what's city center? That's the complex we're in. Oh right, okay. So this whole warehouse, yeah. warehouse uh, situation that's dropped right in the middle of the city, and so it's convenient for us because it's it's got still we can still sort of stay central and stay local, but have yeah, it's a kilometer away from where we were. Right. So it seemed easy to kind of, and it was the only spot within that kind of range. Yeah, so that was moved. the right size. Yeah. And that, still close to everything because yeah. that's the hard part I guess right like having the, the space for a reasonable price yep in a good location right yeah, yeah. The, the good thing about beer I find that people will like travel for beer and they'll you know breweries are always in weird ass places they are for sure like, and we tried to be the brewery in kind of the least, in, weird. The least, least weird, weird ass <laughs> like we did we wanted to be we needed to be in it in like that industrial style area but we didn't want to be 25 minutes out of town because yeah. we both live blocks from here yeah he walks home and to work every day right now we're Breaking shy beer. one vehicles so. yeah we're also shy one vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, i'm ubering consistently yeah um but yeah we both live not that far away so right. it was kind of we wanted to keep that yeah right so stick in the area plus yeah. people knew you guys from being in that uh, yeah in the hood right yeah. is hintonburg little italy is it pardon? Is it considered Little Italy? No, Hindenburg no, runs into separate, Little Italy. Separate neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Kind of stayed when I came. You have to come up with a state. name for this neighborhood. Yeah. Maybe you guys could, could coin it. Yeah. Ninjaville. I like conglomerate, it. <laughs> Done. I like the conglomerate. <laughs> conglomerate. <laughs> conglomerate of huge. Yeah. Hey, it could work. All right. Okay. We'll talk about okay. that after. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Okay, no, that's good. So uh, this is definitely going to be like the, this is where you need to stick around. It's nice and handy. Yeah. Everything's, everything's good about that. Okay, yeah. so, and well, we have the O train stop at the end and then they have the LRT connecting up with it. We're the, the transit hub is basically is the end of our building. Yeah. Oh, sick. That's right. That's very convenient. Yeah. So I guess the reason I was asking about that, you mentioned the artist area. So is this known to be an 
area full of like you know just like the like for lack of a better word like the hipster sort of I would say that I mean I would say that from somebody who would not really be considered a hipster <laughs> well maybe who fucking knows yeah, not really not a hipster not really yeah, I'm too old I'm an old I'm, an old, <laughs> I'm old dad, I'm dad. <laughs> it can be a dad and be a hipster for yeah, sure yeah for we, sure actually there's you lots can be. Right, there's lots yeah. we Regardless. are not we are not <laughs> um uh yeah, I mean, there's Hindenburg's a pretty like cool neighborhood. I mean, oh, you often awesome. see you often see when neighborhoods. I do live right. in Hindenburg. Well, you, when you see when neighborhoods transition, right? Hindenburg yeah, yeah. 15 years ago was. Um, I mean, drug dealers and hookers. What you, like what you, I lived what there you, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, very convenient. Yeah, <laughs> it was super convenient. <laughs> right on the doorstep. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, that was um, it, I, when you. I think when you see turnover like that, you end up. Seeing more artists in the yeah, yes, because yeah. it was a sort of maybe a, a lower rent, Smart. like a cheaper exactly. neighborhood. The yeah. artists move in there, and then they make whatever it cool. reason yeah. gentrifies yeah. a bit. Yeah, and you're good to go. Well, I hate you. I know. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was typically Hinterberg was that, and then we're in the middle of. Right, so it's in yeah. between, but you still, because like Hinterberg does have those artists, that's sort of why you're attracting that. Plus, you were known for being in that area that, before, yes. right? So that's where. And there's a lot of people, I mean, having people like come through, for us, it's like, when we started, our business model was based around walk-through traffic. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what we did. It was-, it was 90% of our business was yeah. that. All of it, yeah, 90%. So so that was kind of the idea. So we, we, we tried to brand ourselves as a local brewery and we enjoyed it. We are local guys. We live and grew up around here. We went to school around here. So we wanted to stay and do, do that. Right. Yeah. And this doesn't really take you much further from that. So we're still, so this like still, we're still, still a kilometer away. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Still in the hood. Yeah. Um, could he you, used to live two blocks from our brewery. On the same street. On the same street. Oh, really? So it was, it was a little closer, but we're not that Not that much further. Yeah. It's okay. I need to find a way to burn <laughs> off 1,500 to 2,000 calories of beer a day. So it's like a 20-minute walk. not that bad. 20-minute walk to not and from bad. work, not the worst. Even in minus 30? I didn't go that Uber. far. That's no, crazy. Yeah. Minus 15? I mean... It's not so bad, right? Minus so 30. Jones, you get to yeah. go. Yeah. Minus 30. That's, that's yeah, crazy. No. With that the first. wind? Yeah. No. I mean, on the way home, if I'm a little bit warmer, you get the beer jacket yeah. on. In, in that case, maybe, but as long as we're not on skateboards. Oh my god, yeah. we had a bad Is experience it? with Shane on a skateboard. Yeah, in the winter. Or uh, the no, that was uh, fall, I think, wasn't it? I think that was fall. Yeah, we left fall. here and we walked home one night. Was that after Blues Fest night? No, it was uh, Festivier again. Oh, beer oh, fest. Fest oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, Came uh, back here because obviously when you leave Festivier, the right thing to do is come here and drink more with your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Where you go. Fact. Yeah, right? Fact. Left here and Shane and I walk, went to walk home and Shane thought it would be prudent to drive or ride his skateboard. Of course. After drinking all day? Yeah. For, yeah. First he pulled a sick move into a swimming pool in Park Tail oh, yeah, Park. That was no longer full. That went for Flat on my back. That went Oh, like an empty pool? Yes. Flat on my back. Kitty pool. Kitty pool. But still. Yeah. That little dip. Yeah. Then you almost got hit by a car on the way home. I, I got hit by a car. Which we fully blame on the driver of the car. He was yeah. driving. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> one of us was one, drunk. No, no, definitely one of you was drunk. No, we were presuming two of you were drunk. <laughs> anyway, now I'm not allowed to skateboard outside. <laughs> Only in the brewery. Only inside here. Yeah. This is pretty good skating. You could build it's a ramp great. in here. Yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah? Yeah. It's coming up June 22nd. Oh, shit. In yeah. that party room out there? Yeah. 
That's sick. Well, like yeah. half pipe? Do a big skate park in there. It's mostly uh, small ramps and rails. Nice. Well, we and, do. Uh, it's it's a skateboard event. Uh, it's uh, all hands on deck. It's a charity event. Nice and so we have with this year 250 boards coming in so far. Yeah, at least we're gonna do. Yeah. We I think we branded. At least nobody's been able to say differently. Uh, we partner with Berling local skate shop in town. Cool guys, um, and we believe it's the biggest skate deck art show in the country. Nice. And so we did it last yeah. year. We had prove us wrong. Yeah, yeah prove us wrong. That'd be a great thing. Right. Here, yeah, <laughs> let's see if there's some, if there's a bigger one. I think we had 175 decks or something like that last year. We're gonna have 250 plus this year. Um, and basically come in. Uh, we do. There's there's an educational component for kids. So in the early part of the day, kids can come in and learn to like they have teachers we here. Have the, the charity the charity for pivot's sake we're associated with comes crazy. in and teaches kids in the morning, and then they. The guys facilitate a pro demo in the afternoon or in the nice. evening, and there's a silent auction on all the boards. Yeah. That's really cool, and it gives like money, some of the money, money to the charity, to money yeah. to the artists, yes. and everybody wins. Yeah, yeah. The community, not yeah. some community. I think it was twelve thousand three hundred dollars we did in a day. Though. We raised last, wow. year last year on the art. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, trying to beat that this year. God, sure, yes. we'll yeah. crush that. Yeah, crush <laughs> it. It's nothing easy. That's yeah, great, yeah. man. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really what it's about, though, right? Like the brewery is a gathering yeah. place for the community. Having and, fun like, for know. everybody. Yeah. Right. How do we? That's something we're trying to be. How do we have fun? How do we do good and have fun and create fun events and still make money? Yeah. A lot at the same time. And it's cool. That last part, stuff. <laughs> yeah. The money part. The money part. The fun. Like I mean, we make money. Events like that can be good for us too. Right. Oh, for sure. Can be yeah. good for us too if you know you have if you have five hundred people come around into oh, the totally. place and drinking beers. Uh, for sure. It's cool that uh, it's, a, it's something for the kids so that the parents who can come somewhere cool, like, oh, there's an event at a brewery for the kids? Sure. Like, we consistently do that. We yeah. consistently, well, I mean, we both have families and we consistently yeah. want to create. I mean, one thing as a... Between us, as we as have four kids. Yeah. Most of yeah. them are his. <laughs> <laughs> Most. I mean, um, and what we, what we try to, I mean, as a dad, I want to go somewhere and be able to hang out and drink beer with yeah. my wife and... Yeah. have the kids have the kids and not have to pay a babysitter <laughs> and so so we try to create a space we've got different games we've got like adult size jenga we've got cornhole we've got yeah and we do, we've got a bunch of different things that we set up in the summer and outdoors so that, too, in the parking lot so we'll take it over nice. and have a couple of thousand people over a big day with craft vendors and kids play areas bouncy castle bouncy castles are central to what we do yes i mean the kids (laughs) actually i mean i'm gonna have to say that i'm gonna have to say that the bouncy castle is more because shane loves bouncy castles and less because we love giving children the bouncy castle the children certainly love the bouncy castle but i certainly have a giant infection yeah how can you not when you fill them with balloons yeah you ever filled a bouncy castle with balloons cleaning them out the next morning sucks don't get me wrong Oh God! But remember climbing through there when they were here to pick it up. <laughs> what, what party was that? That oh, was our anniversary, anniversary party. <laughs> okay, well, our anniversary party. We had a bouncy castle. Adults only. Promise. Hell yeah! Yeah. No children at all. Uh, we put a couple hundred balloons in there, and like with helium, or was it just normal balloons? Just normal filled? balloons. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you just have something to like. Cost time and money. Yeah. Cost yeah. time and money for helium. And, and, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna who's gonna build those? Plus, gonna go there, Dude, helium's limited. There's only so much left. Use it to inhale and enjoy your yeah. voice. Like, like don't fill balloons. balloons. Come on, waste. Yeah, fill those with interest. <laughs> um, so you just what do you, it just like gives you extra things to just jump onto. And it's just kind yeah, of fun. Yeah. They just kind of going everywhere. And yeah, like, and they pop and they're all over the place. That's yeah, awesome. Do you go in there post beers, like after Never. drinking? 
Because I just feel like we need to just like like. <laughs> We uh, have no, somebody we're, standing we're, outside yeah. making sure everything's okay. No, and we're perfect. No, we're good. Does it make you feel like sick jumping around with all this shit in your stomach? I mean, I don't. It seems like no. Okay, that was that was my concern. Seems like yeah. people maybe get out when it starts feeling like that. They puke elsewhere, but we haven't no, had any. No one's incidents. ever no thrown, one's up thrown up a bouncy castle to be rented. Touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. We don't want that. We don't want that. Yeah, I know. 2019, no puking in the bouncy castle. No, we need to have somebody puke in a bouncy castle. That's the goal. Oh, that's what you think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little we weird. We need a bigger you know? bouncy castle. Yeah, more people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a mosh pit bouncy castle. Oh, that sounds terrible. I don't yeah. know. Injuries. You know like somebody will die. <laughs> Helmets, <laughs> shoulder yeah. pads, yeah, yeah. then maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth yeah. It. yeah. I went to, because I'm a hip hop dude, so I went to rock shows when I first moved to Canada. And I never seen the like the mosh pits the mosh before, pit, and like yeah. the, the is it called the wall of death, or whatever? They just like they separate I the crowd. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. know. Have you seen? You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Hey, you do. The wall no, of death. <laughs> I've seen a mosh pit. It's called. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know lingo. Though. Like they separate the crowd. Like I'm talking like really, really. It's not black metal, but like. Like it's pretty hard stuff. I'm definitely music. not hip to and this they'll shit. And they'll separate the crowd. This is new to me. And they'll be like, they'll count them down, and then they'll just be like, go. Like, oh, oh, they just run it and they're running into each other. But the, the funny thing, because I'm hip hop Can we pull this up on a video? You're gonna get on a fight. Yeah. Can we, yeah, can we yeah. pull this up on a video? Show us this. I want to see one this of the, shit. My favorite <laughs> one ever. Do you know a band called? No. I, I well, gonna, to, I'm gonna go with that. I used you to play in a hippie band, dude. We were all fucking high. We didn't do that. There's a total. I just never seen it, and they just like help each other up. They knock each other down extremely violently and then oh hey I'm pulling back are up. those people not also high I don't think they're, they're some weed type of people even now or has that changed over time that's a great question like I, wonder I remember mosh pits but it wasn't like that so there's like just jumping up and down top of mosh pit yeah. that's kind of like pretty like hard rock type of shit a little like, crowd surfing when it gets to like the huh? you know the metal when it's like you, the melody is yeah, like, yeah. like that shit um, there's this band called Dillinger Escape Plan the, the most gangster shit I've ever seen in my entire I can't life. Wait. I've never he, been any part. I've never been anywhere near he that. He runs on their heads. He runs out into the audience on the heads. No way. It's the coolest no shit I've ever seen in my life. I Slate love up. it. I do want to Dealing your escape plan, running on. We go sort of running on cuts. Running, running on cuts. I'm just trying to think. Even when I could, even when I was, I want to see this. And he did it at like the Virgin Megastore too. So the singer comes out. He comes and runs out. The, just runs just on them. running on people. Running on them. How are you running on people's heads? It's still, it's still one of the most like I feel like like you can really. That's my band my definitely fault. didn't do that. It's so aggressive. I like it. White people, I tell you. Oh, yeah. This it, was, it was that first run. Oh the rest God. of it isn't. This is this is kind of like. I think this. Is and they hugged. And they like hugged. Yeah, yeah. kick the guy or whatever. Yeah. You gotta hug him. Hug him afterwards. Yeah. Wow. I had wow. dudes like explain it all to me because I just didn't understand. It's not the I way it works in other in other I areas genres. of life. No, I was in like, other genres, if you run out and you punch somebody in the face, there's going to be a fight. Yeah, there's going to be a fight. Yeah. Oh, you run on their heads. There's definitely going to be some. There's uh, going to be some fisticuffs. Fight. Absolutely. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Fan word. Uh, this beer we just drank before. Tell us about this one, fellas. This is the brand spanking new one. Just dropped, eh? Just dropped. Yeah. When? Yesterday? Two days. Two days ago. Yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So yesterday, look at wow. that. Look at Doesn't that. get any fresher. So your starring series is a uh, single hop uh, series. Ish, single hop ish. It stars a single hop. Okay. But I mean, it's it's got one other. It's still got one other supporting hop in a very minor role. Okay. You know the number ninety percent, ninety percent this. Yeah. Yes. Um, and this one is a is it is it a new hop Sabra? Yes. 
Yeah, I feel like people, uh, there's a bit of hype around it. I feel like people keep mentioning it. I'm hearing it. about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give you my perspective. I often this is one of the roles that we play. Is I do beer for dummies. Is because as I learn, I'm, I'm I'm like not in the beer side. So Shane and JB are talking about beers and doing the research and doing whatever. And I specialize in beer for dummies. So <laughs> <laughs> because I need to understand what's happening, <laughs> I, I need to know what's happening, and I often can can then translate it. But I would say that. Uh, that's where that's where uh, single hop ish would come from. Ish, something right. that people can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as a new hop, what I've heard, yes, I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day about something we were doing, and uh, and they were like, "Oh, that's the coconut. That's got the coconut." And I was like, "Yeah." And it took me a minute to remember when when um, JB brought me my first glass. He, I tasted, it and he was like, "Do you get the coconut?" Oh yeah, tons of it. It's, it's cool, eh? This is fucking very sick. different. It's like a pina colada. It is. It tastes like it's got lactose in it. It's like a shit. yeah. It does. Taste, it's it's very milkshake like, except there's no lactose. Is there oats or wheat? Yeah, there's oats. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. say you don't get that creamy without a little yeah. bit of oats in there, yeah. man. It's porridge. <laughs> there's yeah. a little bit that's of concept yeah. for you. Porridge, porridge beer. Beer. huh? Well, that's it's, our yummy label. Our more. yummy <laughs> label. Oh, we probably don't have any here. Oh, yummy, sick. You like yummy? Have you seen the label? Uh, I've had the can change. Yeah. I had it maybe no. like a year ago, though. Yeah, but no, but it's somebody like Same eating. Way. It's this, when you talk about porridge, it's somebody taking. Oh, it's like a, it's like a cartoon screen. Pouring like, hops into a bowl, and then eating, eating it like hops cereal. And then as soon as the first bite happens, the eyes open up, and it's like, yeah, man. I didn't put that together. Nice. So you already did really like subconsciously done the porridge <laughs> we, beer. We, no, no, we, we were, were just there. high. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Someone was. Things. I don't know. <laughs> It's legal now. It was clearly after October 17th last year. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Because the only way to be on the federal roads is legally. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the goddamn Canada's capital. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Keep it fair. Damn right. Keep it so fair. This is six. So you guys have done, what'd you say? Like, was 11 variants of this? Something like that. 11, 12, could be 10. Do you have a fave? This color is fucking exceptional. So yeah, this is probably the haziest of them. So, um, yeah. Enigma was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I, do. I like Maybe them all. <laughs> They're all good. I mean, it's, yeah. you know what? They're the all goal, good fresh. The goal you want it as, like, fresh? It's fun. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, the goal is to try them all, right? So I, as far as favorite, there's ones I'll make again, but it's normally based on last year we did it with 2018. This year we'll get the oh, 2019 yeah, hops. You'll smell the bag and be like, be damn, I'm going to make this. Right. And that's how you, we were talking about that before. So that's yeah. how you guys made the decision. It's like smell the bag and go, oh, this will work. Well, we have more. a plan for what we want to do. Yeah. But if all of a sudden we open a bag of this year's Centennial and we didn't plan a Centennial one, well, we might make one. Right. It's however it's, it goes. Yeah it's, yeah. it's literally as you get the hops, you figure out what you want to play with. And that's usually how you plan out your sort of releases or what kind of stuff for the starring series for sure. Yeah, and and I mean, and what's coming and what's cool and what other people are doing. Being plugged in, being plugged into what other people are doing elsewhere and what are the cool different things happening. Yeah, we We want to play with. Definitely didn't get to smell Sabro before we decided we were brewing. No, so we okay. We didn't know what the parent, the hops that we were going to pair with it until the day we opened the bag and kind of spent the time with it. But yeah, we we knew that we wanted to brew with that hop. And so we kind of figured out a way to work it out for, for this batch. And right. Yeah. What are the uh, co-star hops in this one? I don't know. I'd have to go look. Yeah. 
We change them up all the time. Yeah, that fucks you rest in the wrong guy. The only time I see him is when I just did a costing model. I just did a costing model on our beers, and I was looking at the starring series, and I was like, wow, this is a really fucking bad idea for us. But... But but in the one I looked at, there was one other hop, and it was Citra. Yes. It, in Citra. the one I looked at, there was one yeah. other hop, and it was Citra. Uh, it's often. But it's, there's going to be like a little of another hop yeah. that we that Citra, we know very Centennial, well. Mosaic. Another hop that we know very well, and what we can count on from it. Yeah. You would then. Yeah. Use it to balance. Like to support it a bit. Again, and it's research too, right? What are other people saying? Well, you can learn, kind of hear from other people about. People yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It takes JB about 10 seconds after sniffing the hop to decide what we're going to do for the pairing. Yeah. yeah. And then we argue about it a little bit. And then JB's a ninja. Yeah. JB's a ninja. Yeah. yeah. He's been true, true ninja. He's yeah. been, he's a hop ninja. Yeah. That's, uh, he's hop a hop ninja. ninja. That's, yeah. He definitely won't fight you. No. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a hop nope. ninja. That's actually, that's a cool story. Like this you. is, yeah. so basically, <laughs> Shane and I, when, after we opened, we would taste all the new beers. And we still, well, I mean, now it's not as, now it's, not possible. Yeah, but at the time so when we were opening, years. we always wanted to taste all the new IPAs. Anybody who released an IPA, yep. taste, taste. Even now, still, if somebody releases an IPA, someone's picking it up, someone's getting it, a can comes through, we're trying it. We were a little bit more able to focus on it before. Um, and I remember going to... Uh, Gainsburg. Gainsburg. And we went for lunch uh, with Al, our partner, and... Uh, and, and we're just going to talk business. We had some things to run through. And Shane and I both ordered beers. And I remember getting it and smelling it and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who yeah. the fuck did this? Because <laughs> like, yep. it was super cool. And it was different than the scene. It was different than what was happening. Right. Um, and and from there, we we met JB at a festival. And we just gave him love. And we were just like, hey. like You're a rock star. Kudos to you. Man. You're <laughs> a rock star. We really appreciate what you're doing with Hops. And eventually... You know, we met, we got to talk more. We don't need to get into the <laughs> the whole thing, but, he but anyway, he, he ended up here. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, we're psyched that, uh, we're psyched to have his he's, skills. He's a, over four years he's been here now. Five, uh, yeah, he's five oh, years. Almost five. Jeez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much the whole time then, I guess. you guys Yeah, since gonna... he helped commission this with us, he's been here since this got running. That's very cool, right? I guess that keeps everything consistent. Yeah. Like he's, everything's dialed in and, like, you know, he's really, like... Is it, who, who's running the show as far as the idea? Is it kind of like a group on the, he's, I would say that thing? he's on the. I would say that he's on the ground. Um, he's on he's the, our head brewer. He's our head brewer, and right. so he's, he's running. Runs, he's running the day to day, making ship. sure that things are getting yeah. done. He's coming up with the recipes. He's you know ensuring the quality on the on the ground floor. And yeah, okay, he runs so, that part. So say if uh, like like one of you guys comes up with an idea like do you just bring it to him and be like hey I want to do this and do you sit down and have a meeting and be like, like how, how does a new beer come about well I'll say this because I don't know if he's if he's going to be bashful but Shane Shane's an awesome brewer as well and that's kind of how we how we started and so um, JB and Shane worked together for a long time and then now what's, what's mostly happened is that Shane has um stepped into a more managed because of GB's capabilities he's been able to manage more and help with different parts of the business right. but he's still very involved with recipe development and planning yeah. and all of like the strategic beer side I would say I'm involved with the strategic beer <laughs> side but more from the drinking and the consumer and the experience as opposed right. to the recipe development on that side right 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 yeah okay. it's definitely there's uh, myself JB and Wayne who's our third brewer and okay. it's the three of us who make the beer and i'd say wayne is more on the side of the the production jb is somewhere in the middle and i'm more on that whole concept side the and concept coming up side. with 
stuff with JB and fine tuning things as we go. And, yeah. Kind of sick. So it's kind yeah. of like a bit of a team. It's a super team. I mean, it literally is. I would definitely call it a team. It's like a super team. We okay. are. We all work super well together. And again, as Rob being a, a pretty good taster and a consistent drinker, it definitely. <laughs> you're consistent. <laughs> you have a pretty good palate too. So we we definitely we agree on a lot of the things that we like together. Right. So it makes it really easy when we'll drink something together. We'll kind of say, okay, how did they make this? Why did they do this? And then we'll take that and try to make something that we want to drink out of what we've had. Maybe be inspired by whatever might be. That kind of stuff. So, because we do drink a lot of beer together. I mean, that's actually, that's (laughs) one of the key things about what helped us start this, I think, is that... um, when, when I was living in the U.S., I was working with a friend who was doing a sommelier course where he was going to have to blind taste. He was going to have to blind taste and do all the, you know, recording, whatever else goes on. And I used to buy a bottle of white and a bottle of red every week, wine. I, I, was, I was a wine guy. And so I'd buy a bottle of white, bottle of red, and we'd taste. Uh, I'd blind taste them. And then we'd talk about it. And so I got into just even being comfortable, even if you don't know the words, you just, what do you, what, what is it like to taste and experience this drink? And so when him and I started talking, him, sorry, Shane, when Shane and I started this talking, guy. this guy, uh, it was, I was able to use, I was just comfortable talking about what was going on and it helped us sort of get to a place where we could just meet on the, on the ideas by the beers and what we enjoyed and liked. Yeah, that's sick. That's a good way to do it. It's I think it's, that's kind of perfect, right? Have yeah. you ever had um, anything where you've sort of maybe disagreed, like to For the point where you're sure. like, <laughs> when I say just like, as in like, no, this beer, we have to make it. And it's been like, no, fuck, no, we're not doing that. You no, know, it's like, normally been, I've made a beer and Rob's like, that tastes like ass. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it actually does. Yeah. So I would say it's more yeah. of a subtle discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's like we butt heads like that. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't like this beer. How do we have this discussion that's not like. Yes. But yeah, those things happen. Right, of course. Yeah. For the most part, you guys are on the same page, which is why this works. Yeah. Well, we get to the same page eventually. It's yeah. just talking and listening and hearing, you know. We always <laughs> like something that something that we, we, we kind of talk eventually. about is that we are, we're always in favor of the best idea. Right. And if you can, That's if you the can, best can, you can sell is. me that. If you can, can sell me on in? the best option, <laughs> using especially yeah, yeah, yeah. using math, math yeah. helps. Yeah. Logic. If you can, math and yeah. logic are two very emotional yeah. black men. Yeah, I mean that works well. Yeah, yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's it's all about getting kind of to that point where we can both buy in enough to the same mentality and break that mentality down to something that we can both understand and then right. it, again the best answer is always what we're in for. I like that. It's better if it's cheap. Right. <laughs> better if it's cheap too. So no egos, not like I have to have the right idea. No, there's like, lots of egos. <laughs> you, that's what you have to dance that's around. That's, when, that's oh. where the delicacy that's comes really in. Yeah, that's where the delicacy yeah, comes in. Deep. It's not like you butt head to head and say, oh, because if somebody feels one way and somebody else feels the other, yeah, yeah. it's fucking sales. Right. Yeah. So how do you be like, well, this is what I think, and how do you say that in a yeah. way that's not going to fuck with him if I'm saying it or Dude, vice versa? If he's we go back it. long enough. We met in grade seven. And right. so, yeah. At this point, we've you can't say anything. Sure. Or is it more you've learned to? Say I've learned how to say the say it the right way, <laughs> where it can be received. I think yeah. is is, is uh, more yeah, more bargain and vice versa. Yeah. Is that yeah. you know is there's a, there's a mutual understanding and respect for yeah. each other of that, how uh, we're going to communicate. Yeah. It works. Yeah. That's, that's kind of key. It is, and <laughs> it's good having Al around. <laughs> yes, Al is. Uh, yeah, Al definitely has has an opinion and is. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, shares things and he's got different perspectives that are helpful exactly. for us to he see. He gets to hand down the, the aged knowledge. 
Age now, yes. So he's your third partner, is your father? My father, and uh, yeah, a third partner when we started, and he's still involved. I've known him since yeah. high school. Yep. Yeah. Used to, he used to party at party his house. His, his nice. dad used to go away a lot. His mother's a, his mother's a figure skating judge, and they'd travel, yeah, and so right. they were gone all these like weekends, this. every winter. All right, guys. Yeah, we had massive parties. We had lots of parties at your house. Fuck. He knows about most of them now. It's fine. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. We're making yeah. money together. So exactly. We're making fine. beer at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he knew about them at the time. Just clean up so your mother doesn't get mad. That's pretty it. much it. No beer caps um, around. Clean up the glass. <laughs> Why did he get involved in what you guys were doing? What was the um, inspiration for Retirement that? gig. Right. He just was like, hey, can I get in? Or did you ask him? Or how did that come about? Um, <clears throat> You and him had talked about doing about. I, about I had talked about opening a brewery for a while, but I was going to do it years later, right. and he was going to be a partner. And then we started talking, and then after we started talking, we were like, "Well, what?" That's when I was like, "That's when I was like, the trend's coming now. We should just do this thing yeah. now." And so we brought Alan, and so we could each put a third of the money in, and so made it sort of like cost efficient, but also yeah. like you know someone who's maybe done some shit. Oh, for sure, he's man. Got, he's, he's got, got thirty got, plus years of management experience, exactly. and has been around and seen a lot. So yeah. it's very helpful he's to, to like have him to bounce ideas off him. Of, he's yeah. certainly more conservative. Than ton of the two of us are kind of slapdicks, but oh, he's dude, pretty, this place but he's, and, he's, and so there's a little bit of a conservative oversight on the slapdickery that goes on. Slapdickery. Yeah. I haven't heard that before. I like that a lot. Dude, yeah, he toasts down the slap dickery occasionally, <laughs> but but on occasion he will am set slap dickery. Oh my god, we got some videos of Al dancing on the bar. Like, on the bar oh. in in a, uh, what was it, a fur-lined coat with uh, Christmas lights in it. That's why he doesn't Jesus. let us get him, yeah, you know, he doesn't let us get him drunk very often. Because <laughs> you know what happens. He's, he's pretty careful. And yep. I can see I can see what happens. I've seen it in my own time. Oh, yeah, when I'm he's 70, I'm gonna be able, I'm gonna be a shell of my current self <laughs> in terms of my drug and alcohol <laughs> tolerance. Wasn't it your dad doing keg stands at that party? Yeah, time? my dad's yeah, doing keg stands. Stand. That's yeah. pretty <laughs> fantastic. You can only aspire to be that uh, loose when you get on. If I can do a keg stand at 70 years old, I have one life. Yeah. It's kind of weird. My, my dad hasn't done one since 70. I bet he, he would definitely be he down. He would do though. one tomorrow. <laughs> he would definitely be down. <laughs> That's something we You'd call him right, right now. Right. That'd be a call problem. Call him right now. now. Come hey, bring him in. Yeah. Come to the brewery. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Yeah. Bring, your, bring your drinking shoes. <laughs> it's on. Oh, funny. Fun. That's sick. That's actually pretty cool. I like that uh, you got that little like element to it. Keep oh, it in the family. It definitely do, yeah. yeah you know, which is beautiful. So you're you know, someone you can trust and that uh, you get that sage advice from someone who's like said been there. Sure, a little uh, occasionally in incorrectly viewpoint or incorrect viewpoint reset, but it's nice to have somebody say something. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's probably good for it him. It stops then he us gets from doing things that are Sometimes. 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 <laughs> sometimes you put your foot down there. The slap dickery will continue. Yeah. God damn it. Fact. <laughs> Could be good at the episode name. Slap dickery. You right down. <laughs> slap dickery. I love it. Just what does Urban Dictionary have to say about slap dickery? Yeah. I've never heard it before, and I feel like I don't know. Changed. I, mean, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we should we maybe we should commit something it's a good to thing to Google. Yeah. We've done a few names that we've Googled after making labels. Oh, and we're like, oh, can say that. Uh, what did yeah. we? What, the one, the one that was the funniest was. Uh, oh, we we, we have breaking. So we have we we have, we did a bitter. Um, like ASB or something. Yeah. Uh, more Ish. more like yeah, a traditional just style. a traditional bitter. Uh, 
And we were like, oh, we called it, we were like, oh, we're going to call it Gary Glitter Special Bitter. Oh, no. And in the so last, and Gary the last, Glitter in the last, is in the, the 11th hour. The Cockney term yes. for a pint of bitter. And so you order a pint of Gary. Yeah, rhyming slang. Yeah, exactly. But then didn't Gary Glitter. But then he was, a, he was a total pederast. Yeah. Yeah. He was a total pederast. And person. so we only found out we were about to call He's this in the 11th Thailand hour. for raping children. Like, are you oh. kidding? He Dude, like a Thailand. musician, a British like, musician, right? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, he yeah. does the... the, the uh, hey! Da, 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 da. Oh, that's him. Yes, that's him. Yeah, that's that He guy. still makes money. Yeah. And, but and so not we a named good the beer not Gary Glitter's <laughs> Special Bitter and printed tags. And then somebody, I went upstairs and I, went upstairs and I was like, I was like it. before we do anything, let me just, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> so you Stop the, the press. Yeah. Stop so the press. That was the weekend that uh, Breaking Bad was ending. So it was the series Breaking finale. Bad was having so now it's called Breaking Bitter. Oh, that's my. There you go. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. Less uh, only meth. No, I mean, only meth connected as opposed to. We're way okay. Yeah. We're way okay with drugs. Yeah. We're not drugs, okay with yeah. perverts and no. children. Actually, for, no. for about four <laughs> years, exactly. for about four years, our motto was BTP just shy of meth. Yeah. Well. It's not something we advertise. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that not something we Maybe even said once or twice. Episode name, Just Shy of Myth. Yeah. Okay, write that one down. <laughs> Damn it. Just keeps getting better. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about a lightning round? Sure. You don't really have a choice. Yeah. Rob, oh, we're here now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, oh, we're here now. hum the entire time. You could do that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to pee, so I'm glad it's a lightning round because after we're done, I'm going to go to the camp. Do you want to pee first? Now let's pee first. It's never lightning. It's actually not. We call it the molasses round. It takes fucking forever. It takes fucking forever. Because everyone goes on tangents. If you just answer the questions, it could probably be done in two minutes. And based on your assessment of our positions. And I know you guys, for like an hour or two now, I would say take a slash. Okay. Thank you. It's okay, I'll hold it down. I'll keep talking to him. Good God. You guys are a riot. I love it. Are you going to? Are you yeah, I'm yeah? definitely having a half smoke. You do it. I'll keep it going. Sing a song. I'll let people know. They're used to it. What song? I don't know. I didn't really think about that. Really? I probably should have prepared something. Yeah, really. let me find something. Oh, you have a question. Can I make noises? Yeah. Light noises. You know what? So We'll be back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Smoke. We drained. Danced. We danced. We sung Madonna. <laughs> oh, we're doing a bottle now. I don't know. I feel like maybe we sure. do. Maybe we do. Um, I'm not scared. Maybe we do it. No, it's a low ABV. It's pretty. It's it's pretty fair. Yeah, I like that. Gentle. Gentle. I like gentle. Oh, Everyone's oh, looking around for a bottle opener. Everyone's like, oh, look at that. Oh, there go. you go. go. He's like. <laughs> That's not my fun. first radio. <laughs> third, 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 third radio. Third radio. <laughs> You're doing all right. All right what's Thank this one? What's, what's this one? Talk to us. Mm, tell the story, Rob. <laughs> um, yeah, Rob, you tell the story, Rob. <laughs> yeah, Rob. So it's uh, we did a beer for we did a beer for International Women's Day, and cool. it was a project that was. Um, oh, I heard about this. I think that was driven by Sick. the women at the brewery. Right. They came up with recipe development. They did all their own recipe development branding. Promotion. I mean, it was yeah, uh, all of it. it was all them, and so we were pretty. We pretty much were wanted to play and have fun and support it, and so we did this. Uh, it's a saison that was barrel aged in gin barrels. Okay. Um, Taking notes. <laughs> so yeah, grains of paradise and a saison. Yeah, and then gin barrel aged. Okay, and it's full eight. Yes, yeah, low ABB. All right. 
Did you guys want to say a uh, rinse? Yeah. Look Thank at that. You, hey, you know what? The pleasure is Flash actually that. mine. Right? <laughs> You've, uh, you know, that's what I do. Everyone, uh, hydration is key. You're on the water Absolutely. side. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a water guy. <laughs> one thing you always kind of forget to do because you know the beer is just so good and all of a sudden you, you, your mouth is dry and you're crying all on the of a sudden you're asking your uber driver to help you into the <laughs> let's not get into that asking for a bandage again damn it i'm cut <laughs> how many times that happened it's ridiculous once. <laughs> once just once well you know what i mean that's kind of fair it's only the one time like and then you collect your shit and you move on and you get out of there Nice. How long does the shame last, do you think? Craig, does how long do you think the shame lasts of having a really drunk experience that you're like, fuck, should I have done that? Was I out of line? How long do you how think many, the shame lasts? How many people saw it internally? Yeah, no, yeah, internally, for yourself. Yeah. How, how long, like... Personal shame. When you're like, fuck, you go to bed at night, you're like, God, and when, you, you know, you still think about it? Sometimes it's forever. Like, I still think of awkward <laughs> moments like, when I've just been forever. weird to somebody. <laughs> Like I read a tweet about remember? it. Like, you just they will never know, but like you were just awkward that one time. There's a couple of things that I've been thinking about a few times lately uh, from a few years ago. That's a dark place. Yeah, to be. it's not even, <laughs> even that. It wasn't even that bad, but it's yeah. just like you. So yes, it never ends. Yeah. No, no, fuck. That's Cheers. Well, <laughs> well, I wish you were otherwise. <laughs> oh, smooth. Mm-hmm. The gin is kind of subtle, eh? Very subtle. Which is uh, yes. just what you need. Nice. We you get know. a little bit of barrel. What else is in there? I'm getting something else. Grains of Paradise. What is Grains of Paradise? Uh, spice. Mmm. What does it taste like? Please describe it. I'm like, good question. God. <laughs> like, Go on. Yeah, you it tastes t- like <laughs> Grains of Paradise. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, a, a unique flavor. It, wow. It's like it kind of buttery? And not in a diacetyl way, but like... Yeah, I'd say the buttery side is more from the oak character. Okay. So what's the grain? What am I looking for? Grains of Paradise. It's it's again. It's a spice. It gives. Um, it's almost a clove peppery character, but it's ah, hard to discern that I'm because that. the yeast throws that banana clove side too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it enhances that spicy character of the saison. Okay. Yeah. I like that. They're often used in saisons. I guess, but people don't really talk about it enough. I guess. Like, I have to ask assholes. you the question. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Are they? <laughs> All right, folks. There we go. Two. Hold, hold the beers up. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Amateurs. You like never done this before. Rookie. <laughs> Jeez. You said it was your third rodeo. Yeah, yeah. I did. I lied. This feels like a, it's certainly a second. <laughs> <laughs> it is a second. Actually. Yeah, second podcast. Today. <laughs> Today. All right, lightning round. It's never lightning. Okay, all right. That's why our bladders are empty. We're good to go. What is a guilty pleasure beer? A beer you would uh, be embarrassed to admit to a beer nerd that you enjoy. Molson Export. Yeah, I'd say it. Molson Export. I dream, or, I mean, I, or Fitty. Yeah. Fitty's the, the but number they're one. Not, it's not a guilty. I don't feel guilty about it. I just don't <laughs> drink it very often, but there's just some times where I'm like, you know what? It's the right color. In a court, in the right place. That's the right It's beer. experiential. At that point, it's more experiential, maybe. Yeah. I'm not going for I'm not going for the best beer. I'm not going for what it would yeah. But I, uh, but yeah. It's, not, it's actually not that bad. When I got my uh, permanent residency, my friend brought over a 40 or 50. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And it, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at it. No, it was like, I, it's the best you know shitty beer. Guilty pleasure. Here we go. And, and I haven't had it in a long time. Would probably be Sleeman's Cream. 
Hmm. Interesting. Sleeman's Cream Ale. That was they were a sponsor when I used to tour. So that was so to, long ago, though. It was so long I ago, and I drink. I yeah. bet I'd hate it. <laughs> I bet I'd hate it. But that was exactly. Yeah. But that was the beer that I like committed to for a long period of time. So I think you I got a go, special place. I have, have one it. again. Right. Whole different vibe. Yeah. I like that. Uh, beer you would decline under any circumstances. So the opposite. You go to a barbecue. You don't have a six pack of Beyond the Pale's finest. And someone offers you something, you're like, give me a barley one. wine. I'm with you, man. Barley wine. I mean, it, under certain circumstances, I'm going to dabble. Yes, delicious. yes. But at a random bar or under under many circumstances, it's not what I'm going not for. There has, it, for me, it has to be more of a special place to go barley yeah, wine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know what I'd decline. Like, is there a beer? Like, I, mine would be PBR because I had a bad experience with it. Fair enough. So, I, like, it's more that than anything else. So, is if there it was about, warm like, and you were sitting around the floor, yeah, I know. I took you a you own that. Damn. No PBR, I drink in the right circumstances. Okay. And it's like one of my least favorite beers. So, I don't know if there's one. <laughs> but just fair enough. You don't actually have Professional to. Professional alcoholism. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. Um, what was your gateway beer? What was the beer that got you into craft that kind of like tipped the scales? I mean, tip the scales is tough, but there was a period of time when I started drinking, um, when I started drinking IPA, when I was drinking, I would say Harpoon IPA. Nice. And Dogfish Head 60 Minute back in the day, yeah. where things were, the first time I had them, I was like, what the, this is, what is I this? don't enjoy it, but it, was, it didn't take long before it was like something I love that, this. yeah, that I was like, wow, okay, I get this. And then you start exploring and continuing down that path. That sounds about right, I guess, in Massachusetts, that's what you'd be yeah. crushing out there. Absolutely. I'd put, Absolutely. I put Anchor Steam okay. as kind of one of those start points for me. Yeah. And then uh, Bose, Lugtread. As that's far as yes. Ontario, that's what got me into wanting to make good beer. Okay. Like they helped. <laughs> yeah. That's a great one. I keep yeah. hearing uh, like a lot of the Ottawa breweries are very, uh, speak very highly of Bose and what they've yeah, done yeah, to open sure. up the, the doors. They've helped around. us. Yeah. Yeah, tons. Yeah, so, for goes. sure. I mean, they broke ground. And they broke ground. What the ground that they broke in Ontario, as far as craft beer goes, was very, but like, it, it was real. It was yeah, real. It happened. They they basically helped spread craft beer for sure. Very cool in the area, and uh, and the guys have also been great, great supportive to us. That's great. I'm not surprised. Steve's a good boy. Yeah, Steve's genuine. Uh, favorite beer style? IPA. Any particular IPA style, like you know, it's the good one ones. or uh, the good ones? Yeah, I mean, so not shit beer. Yeah. Good, the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There's great like of everything. Yeah, I like that. Uh, least favorite. It doesn't mean like you hate it, but maybe like you'd be the least inclined to uh, drink that beer. I drink the least smoked beer. Ooh, good call. Yeah, good call. That's the number one answer too. If I'm in Bamberg. I'll tell you a different story because yeah. they'll fight me. Yeah. <laughs> and Germans yeah. don't have to fight generally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not fucking with those guys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, smoke beer, there's some good ones, but it's I'm not going to drink them no. on a regular basis. I don't really want campfire bacon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't want to taste it? fruit in my beer. No? Do you guys don't do any fruit? Not really. Well, I mean, pink fuzz has great fruit test, but it yeah. doesn't, it's like sweet, it's sweet fruit. I don't know. I like fruit from hops. I like natural fruits. Right. Don't, right. I'm not a big fan of fruit additions. Okay. That's fair. Um, favorite beer city, destination, or country? Where do you like to go for beer? Aside from Ottawa, clearly. Yeah. 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that I'm gonna my answer is limited by my experience. And I would say that Boston would be the place that I go because I already go there and I love it. But there's lots of experiences from breweries to bars, just a beer scene that's very right. cool. Yeah, some of the best in, in the country and the continent. Sure. I don't know. I really enjoyed Denver when I was there. I was surprised yeah. by the caliber of every brewery as yes. opposed to it shocked me. But anywhere in Europe, because those are the people who spent the time. I don't know. That's where I want to drink. They kind I of, just uh, want to go back. Yeah. And drink more European. I'm going to get you up. I am. In a few months, it's going to be dangerous, I would assume. Yeah, I'm excited. Our first uh, Oktoberfest in Munich. Oh, you're doing it? Oh, I keep uh-huh. hearing it's like the. Uh, what is I've that heard. Noise? I might. Yeah. He's cleaning kegs. Ah. Um, <laughs> it's the spaceship. It's- <laughs> it totally does. I hear that's the like the mecca of it's like everything yeah, yeah. you need to sort of experience at one time. Yeah. Yeah. You excited? Uh yeah. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah. I have to go once. I'm gonna be dead soon. <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean soon meaning you know, yeah, fifty. Relative. Fifty. <laughs> fifty. Fuck it. Take I take the hard, take, I take the hard <laughs> under on fifty. <laughs> you definitely should. Anybody take it <laughs> I'll take the under. <laughs> You guys are fucked up. <laughs> First B, you have a brood. First what? B, you have a brood. So I guess uh, we have So Rye Guy is our first commercial beer we brewed. And then when we moved here, we brewed it first. And yep. it's kind of the first one we do. Um, it's not even our favorite beer. We really like it. It's, but we, we, we love it and we still, we still brew it because we care about it and we think it's good. But... Uh, yeah, it's but it, it's, it's got a it's got a home for us for sure. Yeah. It didn't have a name initially when, when it so was. So that was one of the home brews that you said. Yeah, that different. was one that we went through a lot. That was of the first one that I tasted. And I was like, well, this is fucking good. Oh yes, look <laughs> at that. Going to poots. <laughs> Poutine Amazing. And, look at that. And nachos. <laughs> Which is very convenient because you guys have a new kitchen opening up. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the kitchen. This looks exceptional. Um, do you guys have the kitchen that has just been uh, it's just freshly built. in action, clearly? Yeah. yeah, freshly built. Hell yeah. Did uh, you fuck up your lightning round? No, man. I didn't remember bringing poutine. Like, how yeah. does that fuck it up? <laughs> it's not even possible. Um, uh, there you are, sir. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That was fire. Um, yeah, it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, first, we have a brood. Favorite and least favorite styles to brood? There's a couple of beer questions, brood questions. Uh, well, I, I guess anything higher gravity is like not a least favorite to brew, but it's more work and it's messier. Yeah, and it's that. But uh, I guess the hardest things to brew are things that take time. Right. So our the heavy that we have here, we have the pork barrel aged version. Spaceship. Spaceship time. Um, so that beer, the port heavy, it. Uh, yeah. It spent nine and a half months in stainless and then five months in a barrel. Right. So those are the hardest styles to brew because you want to fucking drink it the entire time. (laughs) And 15 months is a stupid amount of time to wait to drink something. And so we taste it along the way, but it's, yeah, those are the hard batches to brew. Right. The ones that take time and you have to wait. I mean, full disclosure, part of the reason it waited nine months in stainless is we weren't sure what we were going to do with it. Yeah. And we could The the time value of that beer that we're like, oh, fuck, we can't brew this beer or that beer because we're sitting on this fucking asshole. (laughs) Yeah. It was really expensive. It was funny. Do you have a? I meant to ask before. Actually, do you guys have a barrel program? Have you got? Like, I didn't see anything. Just started. Just started. Just started. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pink Funk is not here. 
We do a barrel-aged version uh, version of Pink Funk on Fret. Okay. Um, and so we've done in the past, we just released the batch and we have those barrels going now. But not it's, it's small, very right. small. So when we do things in barrels, it's mostly custom. We'll do a couple rounds of it. Do the mad deal wax seal bottles. We're looking stuff. forward to being able to focus more time on that. Yeah, we've not been That's able to. That's our first wax seal bottle ever. Nice. Did yep. you do that by hand? Oh, oh yeah, I like wax. In annoying as hell. In a crock pot. <laughs> I've seen that. Like I've seen videos of people doing that. Yep. I wasn't sure if it was a real thing. It is. That's gangster. It was a three dollar crock pot we bought at the uh, Salvation Army. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, what do we bring one from home? No, no, we can get one for real. Yeah, we need to get it. Get a real bad one. Um, that's pretty, is it like fun? Like you just dip it in, it's kind of, you know, it's not so, as fun as it looks. It seems kind of I don't fun. know. I didn't, I didn't do one yeah. of them. I can't tell you. So we wrap the top with the pull tab, which is the biggest pain. And then you dip, turn, dip in water. The pull tab, what do you mean? Oh, this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you can't pull it off, you're fucked. So Try you it. actually rip it around? Tell me if that works. <laughs> Honestly, if this is a thing, this is genius because I, I love them. I know, but you hate I hate opening them. I hate it. Try it. Fuck. Yo. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. See? And now you can open the cap. What is this? It's like a strip of... It's a little plaster... Um, it's a paper. Like a yeah. felt tape. Wow. Best thing ever. I had the same problem. That's I hated sick. opening them and I was like, screw oh, this game. That's cool. I've ever seen. I'm like, is this a, did you invent this or is this like a? We did. Yeah? We did. You did. Pen, patent pending. I, I believe you, so you can Patent have, pending. <laughs> don't steal it. <laughs> um, that's sick. Not true, there are people that do that. We Googled. Yeah. yeah. We Googled and we are yeah. like, like who the fuck does this? <laughs> it's an actual thing. It's an actual thing? Yeah. <laughs> Someone owned a patent for it? Probably, not us. Not so us. we bought that for like, Six dollars a roll for this stuff. Yeah, that's it. Costs. It, I mean, it's the labor that's the pain in the ass, though, right? It's yeah. like right. then you're like, but oh. but fuck, you want it to be. You, you want. We we're charging a lot of money for the beer. We want, we want it to be some reverence to the beer that we spent 15 months making. Yeah, right. And wax dipping seemed to add that kind of gives it the that sort of like. Uh, yeah, you have to care about opening it. You yeah. have to want to do this. To drink the beer. Like conscious. Yeah. Not yeah. accidental. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, that's the worst thing. Particularly if I'm doing it, like, we do little beer mail videos sometimes. People, like, send us beer, and I'm sitting there, I didn't think of it beforehand. I'm like, fuck. Man, I just have to go get a knife. Yeah, you like, know what the fuck I don't want to do after I've had a couple beers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start using a knife no. to try to open a fucking <laughs> And there's, wax like, tap. wax peel getting off everywhere, like, yes. shavings everywhere. Yes. Then it goes into My the wife's concerned. The children are crying. <laughs> I'm telling everybody it's going to be okay. It's a nightmare. It's never okay. <laughs> it's a bad idea. And this is what saves it. It <laughs> saves families, guys. <laughs> fuck. Yep. That's all it takes. <laughs> what do we got next? <laughs> what worst beer you've ever made? I guess no one tried Dakota. it. Dakota. <laughs> Dakota. That wasn't the worst we've ever It was made. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. So here, I'll tell this story. All right. It may or may not be the worst beer. But it wasn't a good one. Well, was it hot fermentation? Was that the hot fermentation mm. that led to Dakota? Or it was a, uh, it was a, uh, the, oh, it was the, it was hopped. It was a. Uh, we made a poor recipe choice okay we're recipe choice that we were like well what the fuck can we do because we're friends with other brewers and we're like well you can probably save this and so we're like well what can we do we're like well we make the darkness 
if there's something you're gonna throw at a beer that's gonna potentially like, yes. We're like, let's do a black IPA. Right. I mean, uh, some people actually liked it. It wasn't like it was terribly rated, but for me, because I couldn't get beyond what the initial <laughs> the initial thing was like, I was always <laughs> just like, nope. That was how it's in us. That'd be bad. Do you have one? They're all kind of your babies. They're all your babies. Even if your kids are assholes. Yeah, they're still your babies. They're still your babies. You know, you might go oh, around no. and punch kids in the face and swear at teachers, but like, they're still your kids. You can have a least favorite kid. <laughs> I don't know. Can what's you your least favorite kid? I don't know. How many no, you, you can't. I got three. <laughs> what's your least favorite kid? I'm not going to lie. I have to be mom's favorite. Are you kidding me? Like, you have to be? I'm the, I'm, you, As a parent, I don't even think because you there appreciate different things. Family, they're so different. Say it again. Yeah. I knew my place. He's still here, though. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the old, old man's still, still here. here. <laughs> but I knew my place. And that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, as far as it goes, um, I, I still like, claim to fame for the worst beer ever was that Belgian lemongrass saison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never sold it. Sounds good. I didn't understand the effects of lemongrass at the time. I went I, the, it was too much. No. Mm. It tasted like poison. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. I threw the tank out. It was <laughs> we had plastic, plastic tanks back then. And so I brewed that beer and I was like, this tank is tainted forever. It's and never so I coming threw back. the fucking tank out. Take yes. the sheets off the bed. Exactly. And roll them up. <laughs> Just, God. I don't even want to look at you yeah. again. No, I brewed that beer and it came out and we dumped it down the drain. And it was so offensive that, yeah, we threw the tank out. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> I think that is fantastic. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to bring in all the gold. We've um, been drinking before you got here. So. I could tell. It's good. Not me. I was. I barely drink. <laughs> drinking is... Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what's your... Um, what music do you listen to when you guys brew? Or does it change per... Juice and Charge? Well, Rob I don't doesn't brew. brew. I don't brew. But... He certainly enjoys music. Um, I'd say I listen to a lot of jazz when I brew, and then JB is a big fan of drunken Irish music or light metal. Okay. So light those metal. are kind of so you wouldn't be running on people's heads in the crowd. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I would say probably. I don't on know. The, on the light metal, why? Yeah. Who, who the I mean, fuck they, light metal seems a little soft to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a little soft. You wouldn't be running on people's heads. Maybe no. you'd be patting them on the shoulder, like mm. bumping know, I, into each yeah, other lightly, aggressively hugging, yeah, exactly. apologizing, aggressively hugging. Only in Canada, dude. Only in Canada. Yeah. Aggressively like, hugging. Oh, sorry, sorry. Aggressively sorry. hugging is a beer name I'm gonna use. You use it? <laughs> it's yours. Thank you. To thank you for your hospitality. Yep. <laughs> aggressively hugging. It's the perfect collaboration name. Because that's what, what, how every what, what collaboration it feels. It's what, like this aggressively, aggressively <laughs> hugging thing. What could it be? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't even matter at that point. That's true. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're aggressively <laughs> hugging. It'd be kind of good if it was like two things that didn't really match together and you're aggressively hugging them That together. would be amazing. Give me give me an idea. So my favorite thing is we have a, a joke Twitter account called Team Lactose. Yes. So my friend and I, Nathan, who's a... a Are you on member. Team Lactose? Yeah. or uh, Team Lactose. Uh, so I love lactose and beer. Damn, why'd we do this? Yeah. Fuck, it's all over. He's no, all right, we go. <laughs> I got that. Thank you guys for watching. That's it's not true. Rob is going home. Yeah. Um, are you guys want team lactose? We're on the other team. Okay, that's fair. But that could be the fun part. 
That is the fun part. It's true. So Actually, well, that's the aggressively that hugging. Off. How Hold fun on. would a taste off be? It's true. I could brew two, one with, one without, and we could fight club over what's. Well, well you'd have to come for the lactose brew day if we're gonna do that. Yeah, of course we. Yeah. yeah, we actually had a thing. So we have the we actually we have some other friends. So the Hops and Bros dudes and our yep. friend Noah from Beerism, who's a yeah, blogger. Yeah. And yeah, so Noah and Chris are in Team No Lactose. Me yeah. and Nate are Team Lactose. Okay. So we just it was started as like a joke thing. We just kept doing it publicly, and people were getting like mad about it. There's a lot of people yep. who really hate lactose. Yep. So like it's very funny to watch everyone get really mad about shit. Um, so we had an idea. We wanted to do like maybe the same beer, one version with lactose, one without, and then see which was. Um, which would work. So who's your favorite brewery that makes lactose beer? Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, my first kind of exposure to it was the uh, Milk Shark. Milk Shark, yep. Um, which I thought was really cool. well done. Um, it is. By Canada's one's pretty dope. Yep. Um, look, uh, to be fair, look, and the, the, it's, a, it's a complete joke. I don't give a fuck. But like, so here, there's so is, many bad ones. I like it. So this is, this ones. is my bigger issue. This is my and bigger issue is that I liken it to like what we talked about earlier yeah. with wine. There's like, there might be a style you don't like. Fuck, for a long time, people were like, I don't like Merlot. But guess what? Somebody who makes a really good fucking Merlot can open your eyes and you're like, oh, this, is what, Merlot, this is what Merlot can taste like. Yeah. And I feel like with, I feel like with lactose, it's the same thing. Is that <laughs> so often you get inundated with terrible ones. What's not awesome. <laughs> but yes, but yes, I mean, so what, if what you're saying is, let's put the awesome against the awesome. Yeah. That's a fight. So that's, you a good, like, that's a good question. So say whatever the same bill, you have the same sort of beer, whether it's like, the, I mean, the, you could have like a stout. Everyone, more all the non-people who don't like lactose tend to like milk stouts, right? So I feel like stout's too easy. I you have to have to a more controversial easy. style like yes. an IPA, yes. right? Like a milkshake IPA. I can but, make you a lactose stout that tastes good. That's of course. Easy. Yes. So like there's two things. My understanding is that a milkshake IPA, the only difference between a lactose IPA and a milkshake IPA is that the milkshake has vanilla. Uh, like vanilla bean or some sort of vanilla extract in it. That's what makes it a milkshake. No, no, no. It's the lactose and then the... But then that's an IPA with lactose. So a milkshake IPA is and has uh, um, vanilla as well. We don't do either, so... Yeah. Right. Well, so <laughs> then, well, the point would be either. you can have the same, <laughs> I like... Know. I don't know. <laughs> you can have the same grain bill, the same yeah, pop yeah. bill and everything, and then have one with lactose, or at least sort of manipulate it so it's as best yeah. you can be. And then the other one is best, and then see which one works more. And then you can have, like, one idea we had was, like... You have like an event and people come and then when you get it, do they have to get both? And well, they have to course. try like a taster of both yeah, and yeah. then they vote and people vote and then see whichever one. That would yeah, be amazing. I mean, the voting, the voting's tough. The voting's tough because you do that the voting. That would be like a tap room based thing or like if you was licensee, they'd have to get a keg of each. It was, it was, a, it was a bold idea. I like, no, no, it could totally work. But it it was totally like, that work. was the one stupid thing we had. I like it. But I'd say you got to go completely outside. Pick a style that just doesn't work with lactose. Pilsner. <laughs> What I wanted to do was like or a take, lactose ghost. I feel like that could like actually mm, kind of. I think it'd be tough. Yeah, lactose goza might be a little strange because of the sweetness, and you don't really have the sweet with the salty. Ooh, sweet, sweet and, salt. and salty is nice, but yeah, interesting. Um, or maybe a lactose uh, duvel. Yeah, <laughs> lactose duvel, like a Belgian. Yeah, just go go Belgian. Throw some lactose in there. See what's up. What else couldn't work with it? Do you know what's funny? Like you mentioned Gainsbourg before. I think they just did a, a, a fucking lactose saison collab with another brewery I hadn't heard of. Hmm. And I was like, we always joked about it because I wanted to get some lactose and just at home to piss the internet off and just pour it into beers that it mm -hmm. didn't belong in and just stir it up. But like they made a just lactose saison. 
that'd probably piss them off. Even. <laughs> I know. I was cream you or something. Piss people off. Yeah. But like, they did it. I was like, that is the fucking weirdest thing I've ever heard. Dude, if it There's tastes be good, I'm in. But all right, we'll discuss. Yeah. I feel like we can make something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's going to be called aggressively. What was it? Aggressively hugging? Yes. Aggressive, <laughs> aggressive hugging. That's where it all came back to. That was a long tangent. Yep. Um, Merry Christmas. Craig, <laughs> I've got a slide out. Yeah. I just want to thank you for the time. No. Brother. Oh, should, did we get the photo? Yeah, we did. We did? Are you sure? Yeah. Dude, thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. You're a legend, man. Um, <laughs> thank you. Are you guys going to be there tonight at all? Or was- that's I mean, the day's a puppy. The day's yeah. a puppy. Well, the day, oh, that's what the I mean. The day's, the day's a, a puppy. It's young. I didn't get that before. Oh. Yes, yeah, young. It's deep. It's young. Deep, bro. Days early. Huh? I like that. I like that. Thank you, man. Talk Appreciate you. it. Thank you. Yes, we'll be in touch. Um, what is your favorite hop? We're almost done anyway. Good God. I know, right? <sighs> the freshest ones. The freshest ones? I don't know. It really depends. Okay. Seasonally, it depends on freshness. It depends on grower. It's. I definitely don't have a hop that I default to. Okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them all. Love them all? <laughs> you can love them all. I don't think there's anything wrong I with really that. I really do. Um, what does your family think of what you do? The kids love it? Uh, my son loves uh, skateboarding around and playing video games and hanging out in the brewery. Okay. Doesn't like beer. Yeah. And my wife is happy my brewery isn't in my basement. Probably a little easier for her. Yeah. Move around the house. Yeah. Or your, or your damn friends. Yeah. Drink but alcohol. everybody else that I know is appreciative of the fact that I have beer around all the time. So Where my wife and kid don't drink much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a key word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, my son will drink. Yes. Oh yeah, damn he's, right. He's ten. <laughs> he's got some time. Give him to eleven at least. I just feel like yeah. he needs to develop a bit more. He, I've been working on him for ten years, and uh, he appreciates some of the aromas. Okay. But I've yet to give him a beer that he's tasted that he has any interest in. Probably a good sign, to be honest. Better knowing maybe. yourself, <laughs> knowing how you were better. At, uh, yeah. Probably 15. Yeah, no, I, I took a little while. My father drank uh, decent beer and I, I couldn't get into it. He was into Upper Canada Dark and. Oh, yeah, that was like a thing. Oh, I never tried that Dude, stuff. That was like that beer was shit back on point. Yeah. It was one of the best original beers like that. And then he got into Scotch Irish and Heritage, the original like craft beers in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And they were good beers. Yeah. I didn't get it at that time, but no. I, I was 15. Yeah. <laughs> How you expected to? It's too expensive. Why would yeah. you get a six pack of like BBF for the same price exactly. as one can? Exactly. That's it. Uh, last one. What's your favorite adjunct? Like, I mean, we know the answer is lactose, but like, yeah, it's it's definitely my fourteenth favorite um, <laughs> <clears throat> adjunct. We don't use a lot. No, clearly. I never thought about that actually. Like at all. No. Most of our beer is not. We don't use anything for fining. We don't use anything for clarification. We don't use, None yeah, any of that. So as far as adjuncts, I I guess vanilla beans or cocoa nibs. Those Ooh. are good ones. Yeah, we tend to use them in stouts, and I like them. They work well. I don't know. Coffee works well too. We do a white stout. Oh, nice. Like a, essentially like a blonde with... Yeah, it's a blonde with more oats and then a bunch of uh, vanilla beans coffee. and cocoa nibs. Nice. And that's like... Coffee beans. No, yeah. summer thing. Probably. Yeah, we do it in the summer. Summer? 
I like them. Yeah. It's not uh, really weird, but, but other than that, that's about it. No? That's fair enough. So We're not like big adjunct heavy. <laughs> that's good. You know, keep that. Is that mean it's technically the Rahan Skabot thing? Or Good that, God, no. We no. don't need it. No. no. Sometimes. Occasionally. <laughs> like, don't get ahead of yourself, son. Jeez. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Don't hold me to that standard. <laughs> uh, no, we definitely, we're, we're free form. Whatever is going to make it taste best. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. That's real. Well, that was the end of the line right. you run. Sweet. I think we pretty much covered that, man. Huh? Bro. Thank you. <laughs> Where can awesome. everybody find uh, Beyond the Pale online? Uh, what's our website? It's my btpshop.ca. There you Check go. that out. You guys do the online ordering, clearly, then. Yes, we yep. do. Order anywhere in the province. Gorgeous, glorious province of Ontario. Um, and on socials, BTP Brewing, correct? You didn't know that, did you? I, nope. <laughs> I was like, yes. Put me on payroll. Yeah, that's his job. That's, that's why he's here. That's why Johnny's here. Yep. Um, so check He's the out. producer. He's the producer. That's what he does here. Mm-hmm. Produces everything. Yeah. Um, so if you're in Ottawa, what's the address if people want to come uh, 250 City Center. Cool. Look for the white patio. White patio. <laughs> sign at the front. Come through. Tap room. We got food. Food now. This food is fine. Like, I like how <laughs> uh, well spiced the fries are. In the yes. Cuisine. See? Like, it's just like, See? it's small things. It's like you know. the pepper and shit. See? I like that. I'm from snobby-ass Montreal, right? <laughs> you know, like, we make a pretty kick-ass pizza, yeah, man. Yeah, fucks with that. I don't yeah. get to eat poots a lot these days, you know? <laughs> I'm fat enough with the beer, so <laughs> I try to avoid it, but that's fire. They're looking fit. It's all good. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, the old, uh, the middle there, I'm trying to figure it out, you know? It's a whole thing. Yeah. I get it. But what are you supposed to do? Say no? Not drink? Yeah. Exactly. Have more. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at Beer Podcast. And check out the World Form Audio so you can hear extraordinarily attractive gentlemen like Uncle Shane right here <laughs> talk about beer and eat routine in Ottawa because that's what we do. Uh, that's it, guys. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in. Yeah. Cheers.